Welcome to the Plant Powered Pantry Podcast, where we believe that small changes in our food choices can make big differences in our health and wellness. I am your host, Jill Dobrowanski, an educator, author, and self-trained chef. Whether you are vegan, veg curious, or just simply want to kickstart your health, this is the podcast for you. Each week, we will investigate one plant-based food to expand your pantry one step at a time. Together, we can build a healthy foundation by investigating history, health benefits, and providing tips on storing and cooking, along with a delicious recipe for you to try. I'm so happy you are joining me in my kitchen to explore all the wonderful accessible foods the world has to offer. So let's put on our apron and join me as we open the doors to the Plant Powered Pantry. Welcome to season three, where we are going to be exploring grains, greens, and beans. I was inspired by longtime podcasters of No Meat Athlete, runners and authors, Matt Frazier and Doug Hay. Thanks to Matt and Doug for the inspiration for this season. New episodes will drop every Monday, so be sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't done so already, could you kindly rate and review the podcast? It helps spread the plant-powered message to others. Okay, let's get this season underway. Welcome to my kitchen. Information in this podcast should not be taken as medical advice. If you require a medical diagnosis or prescription, or if you are contemplating any major dietary change, please consult with a certified healthcare provider. You should also seek an expert opinion prior to making any changes in your diet, supplement regime, or lifestyle. Also, please know that we will be discussing nutritional value of the food we explore each week. If this could be a potential trigger for you, please skip that portion of the episode. And if you or someone you know is struggling with an eating disorder, please seek help. There are several links provided in the show notes for you. Welcome back, pantry people. I'm so happy to have you joining me again today for another episode in our grains, greens, and beans season Today's episode 10 already. It's crazy to think about that. Today, we are just chilling with chickpeas, also known as garbanzo beans, but we'll get into that a little bit later. This week, before we get into our episode, I wanted to let you know that we are sponsored by my book, Faith and Fasting, Scripture and Plant-Based Recipes to Nourish Your Body and Soul. I self-published this book a little over a year ago and wrote every word and created every meal plan and recipe in it. It is a true pouring of my lifelong love of cooking and living a healthy lifestyle into it. This book will inspire you to replenish your body, mind, and spirit through a 21-day, very soft, intermittent fasting plan paired with meal plans and all the delicious recipes to support it. You can purchase your copy today at amazon.com. The link will definitely be in the show notes. (music) 
All right. As always, before we dig into the content and the meat of our episode, I want to fill you in on how I'm doing with regards to my marathon training. And what a great week it has been. I am now recording this on, in the U.S., Labor Day weekend, September 4th, 2022. And this past Saturday um, of the weekend, I ran the annual Stop, Drop, and Run 10K to benefit our local volunteer fire department. And guess what? I was able, one, to keep a consistent pace, which was a little bit faster than what my marathon pace goal is going to be. And I placed second for my age group out of six women. I was shocked when they announced my name and might have done a pretty happy dance on my way over to get my medal. This race was so much fun, and this little win helped me get over some of the nerves I'm starting to feel as I get closer to Marathon Day. Oh, and for those of you who are wondering how my hill workout went last week, I slayed it. Granted, I did do it on my treadmill because it was just way too dark outside and I don't have a lot of consistent hills in my area. So that gave me more control over the incline and it felt great. And top it all off, I was not too sore the next day. However, this week, Coach Corey has dropped what he is calling Fart like fun in my workout. And although I don't know how much fun it's going to be, stay tuned and I'm sure I'll be telling you more about it next week. Okay, enough about running, even though as we all know, I could talk about it all day, every day. Let's get into this week's episode because we are chilling with chickpeas. Interestingly enough, one of the questions I have gotten asked a lot over the past 22 years of me being vegan is, if you were stranded on a desert island and could only have one bean with you, what would it be? My answer then and my answer still today is the chickpea. And this is because it is so versatile and can be made into so many different dishes, and it packs a nutritional punch. But first, let's talk a little bit about the history of this little legume. So the name chickpea comes from the Latin word sicer, referring to a plant family of legumes. It's also known by its popular Spanish-derived name, the garbanzo bean. (laughs) Um, So kidney beans, black beans, lima beans, and peanuts are also familiar foods that are found within this same family. And these plants produce edible seeds called pulses that have a high nutritional value. And two main varieties of chickpeas are the larger, round, light color kabuli type that is most common in the United States. And then there's a smaller, dark, or regularly shaped desi type, which is often used in India and in the Middle East. 
Now, chickpeas appear in early recordings in Turkey around 3500 BCE, but in France in 6790 BCE. Now, India produces the most chickpeas worldwide, but they are also grown in more than 50 countries in current day. Now, chickpeas or garbanzo beans play an important role in many cultures. Um, Mediterranean, Middle Eastern, African, Spanish, Italian, Lebanese, Israeli, Moroccan, and Ethiopian food, just to name a few. Now, the wild ancestors of the chickpeas are native to Western Asia. And according to the domestication of plants in the old world, the domesticated types of this pulse are most closely related to the wild varieties that are found in southeastern Turkey. Now, interestingly enough, the earliest archaeological evidence for human consumption of this legume dates back to between 8,000 and 10,000 BCE from archaeological sites that are scattered across parts of modern-day Turkey and northern Syria. This makes chickpeas, along with lentils and peas, one of the oldest cultivated plants in existence. From their beginnings, as a food in Syria and Turkey, the plant spread to parts of the Middle East, um, which includes uh, the Israel and Jordan area, the Mediterranean, including Egypt and North Africa, and to India. And both the ancient Greeks and ancient Romans ate them. Charlemagne, who was in reign from 724 to around 742, excuse me, to 814, was a successful military commander and the first ruler of the Holy Roman Empire. And did you know that he was also an accomplished gardener? Now, he held claim to numerous estates and properties in northern Italy, France, and Germany. And he wrote a book uh, called A Chapter on Farmsteads of the Imperial Courts. Now, this publication is a compilation of gardening knowledge from the early Middle Ages and lists almost about 100 herbs, medicinal plants, vegetables, fruits, nuts, grains, and beans that were all cultivated on his land holdings. And many of the plants listed are still known and used today, and they include sage, coriander, rosemary, onions, cruciferous, uh, cucumbers, and most notably, the chickpea. Now, the chickpea is wildly popular in America. And for this, we can thank hummus or hummus, depending upon how you pronounce it. And it is that creamy, garlicky dip for our pita chips and vegetables. And for those of us, we use it as a spread on our sandwiches um, and mix dressings. Oh my gosh, there's so many uses for that. Um, it was introduced in the 20th century to American palates. Um, and once uh, hummus became a staple in our refrigerators, the health-conscious so, uh, part of our society recognized its value as not 
just a dip, but as a nutritious source of protein and fiber. So let's talk about some of that nutritional value of this legume. Chickpeas, aka garbanzo beans, have been grown and eaten in Middle Eastern countries for thousands of years. Their nutty taste and grainy texture pair well with many other foods and ingredients. Now, chickpeas are a rich source of vitamins, minerals, and you guessed it, our friend, fiber. And they also may offer a variety of health benefits, including uh, helping with weight management, improving digestion, reducing your risk of certain diseases. And additionally, this legume is very high in protein and makes an excellent replacement for meat in any vegetarian and vegan dish. Now, their protein and fiber in chickpeas, as we've talked about, also help keep your appetite under control. And that is because the protein and fiber work together to slow digestion, which helps promote fullness. And in addition, the protein that's found in chickpeas may also help increase the levels of appetite-reducing hormones in your body. And in fact, these filling effects of the protein and the fiber in the chickpeas may automatically reduce your caloric intake because you're feeling full, so you're not thinking that you're hungry and looking for food. So it's that satiated feeling that lasts over time. According to a study in 2017 and published in Food Science Technology, researchers found that when they compared appetite and calorie intake among 12 women, who ate two separate meals. So before one of the meals, they ate just about one and a quarter cups, so about 200 grams of chickpeas, and then two slices of white bread before the other meal. And the experience of a significant reduction in appetite and caloric intake after the chickpea meal as compared with the white bread. Now, another small study in the Journal of Nutrition in 2020 found that those who ate pretzels and chickpea-based hummus for an afternoon snack experienced a 70% reduction in appetite and a 30% increase in fullness. And chickpeas also may help manage your blood sugar in several ways. First, they have a fairly low glycemic index which is a marker of how rapidly your blood sugar rises after eating a food. So diets that include many low GI foods have been shown to promote blood sugar management because you're not getting those severe spikes. And it's just a consistent rise and then a consistent fall. And additionally, the fiber and protein in it may help regulate blood sugar levels. And that's because... The fiber helps slow carb absorption to promote, again, that steady rise in blood sugars rather than a quick spike. And eating protein-rich foods also help maintain a healthy blood sugar level. So thanks to their impressive nutrient profile, 
Chickpeas may also support brain function and mental health. And this is because partly they are a great source of choline, which plays an important role in brain function. In particular, this essential nutrient is required for the production of very specific neurotransmitters in the brain, which act as chemical messengers for your body's nerve cells. Now, chickpeas also contain a healthy dose of magnesium, a key mineral for nerve function. And what's more, research has shown that several nutrients found in legumes, including magnesium, selenium, and zinc, may help protect against depression and anxiety. Now, chickpeas are also an excellent source of iron, packing approximately 26% of the daily value into one cup, or 164 grams. Now, iron is involved in red blood cell production, as well as physical growth, brain development, muscle metabolism, and other aspects of help of health. And if you're not getting enough of this key nutrient, your body's ability to produce healthy red blood cells may be impaired. So in turn, this may lead to an iron deficiency, um, which is a condition that can be characterized by symptoms of weakness, fatigue, and shortness of breath. So as such, chickpeas are also a great option for people who may be at high risk for an iron deficiency, such as some types of vegans and vegetarians. Now, chickpeas are not just an essential ingredient in hummus or a delectable ingredient in chili, but they are also very healthy, boasting vitamins, minerals, fiber, and protein. And these characteristics may support weight management, blood sugar regulation, and brain health while reducing your risk of chronic ailments. Now, let's explore how to store your chickpeas once you get them home. So how to store your chickpeas really depends on how you buy them. You can buy them in a can. You can now buy them in biodegradable like cardboard containers um, that are food safe. You can buy them in vacuum sealed bags or you can buy them dry and cook them yourself. So really, if you are going to buy them in a can or some type of packaging, um, where they are already cooked, just follow the date code on it. Um, keep them in a cool, dark place, and you just open them, rinse them, and use them as needed. Just, again, pay attention to those date codes, um, and also make sure you are rinsing them before you use them. If you want to use, save the liquid, which is also known as Aquafob, for other projects, you can do that. Um, but just make sure, again, you're, you're paying attention to that best if used by or used by date or expired date that is on that container. Now, if you're buying them dry, like any other type of dry ingredient, uh, moisture is the enemy. So you want to take it with whatever type of container that you bought it in. Um, if it is not your own container and then um, bring it home, 
make sure you go through all of them to make sure that there aren't like any rocks or things that may get stuck in them, kind of like our lentils. Um, make sure, you, you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're clean. And then just store them in an airtight container. Um, I usually keep mine, surprise, surprise, in a mason jar in my pantry because it's cool, it's dark, um, and I really don't have to worry about it in there. You can also store it in a vacuum seal bag if you have them, um, really any type of airtight container. And then the thing with um, any type of bean before you're going to cook it, I always prefer the soaking method. So I rinse and then soak them for at least a little bit. Um, even if I am using my um, air fryer, pressure cooker combination um, machine, I still like to soak them just a little bit because that helps remove some of the gases from it. Um, and if I am soaking them, pro tip, I will put a teaspoon of baking soda in with it because that helps remove some of that uncomfortableness that you might get later. Um, it helps remove some of the um, compounds in them that cause that gassiness in um, digestion. But hey, that's part of life, you know? everybody poops, everybody passes gas. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, it really is just about keeping them cool, keeping them dry and keeping them in an airtight container. And that's really about it. I mean, they're easy. Beans are easy to store. Beans are easy to keep and they last a while. Um, chickpeas, as I say, it's one of my favorites. So I always have a combination of a couple cans or pouches and also, um, a container of dry. So really, if I need them in a pinch, I have them um, already pre-cooked. Or if I need them, if I have the time to devote to them, I will use the dried. But this week's recipe, you are going to love. And there's so many variations that you can do with it. So let's grab our aprons and head on into the kitchen. I love a good snack. I have to admit, I am a snacker. I am a salty, crunchy snack girl. And yeah, it's just one of the things about me. And I know that and I embrace it. Um, but especially one that is very crunchy and easy to just pop into my mouth. And so this week's recipe for roasted garbanzo beans are perfect and hit the spot every time. I love making batches of this and mixing up the flavors. Um, and the main recipe for this is perfect on its own, but it also acts as a great template for adding your favorite flavors too. Now these roasted garbanzo beans are perfect wholesome snack packed with protein and fiber. And I also love to use them as a great substitute for croutons in my salads. Now, this recipe, along with some variations, can be found in my book, Faith and Fasting, which is the sponsor of today's show. So let's get started. What do you need? You need one 15-ounce can of garbanzo beans that have been drained and rinsed, one tablespoon of olive oil, extra virgin preferred, a half a teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of garlic powder, and half a teaspoon of onion powder. 
That's it. So what are you going to do? You're going to preheat your oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit, line a baking sheet with parchment paper, pat and dry your garbanzo beans with a paper towel, and then place all the ingredients in a medium bowl and toss to combine. Then you're going to arrange your garbanzo beans on your baking sheet in a single layer. And this is important. You don't want them crowding and bunching up into clumps. You want to make sure that they're all laid out and everybody's got their space on the baking sheet. And then you're going to place that in the oven and bake it for about 10 minutes. And then using a spatula, you're going to toss the garbanzo beans around gently. You don't want to lose any of those guys. Um, and then return to the oven for another 10 to 15 minutes or until they're golden brown. Be careful. These will burn quickly. So this is not something that you walk away from. Once it gets past that 10 minute mark, I usually, I am checking them every minute after that just to make sure, because like I said, it can go from zero to 60 in 60 seconds. <laughs> so just make sure that you are keeping an eye on them. Now, they are not going to seem very crunchy at first, and that's because you have to let them cool completely. So take them out of the oven once they're nice and golden brown and put them on a cooling rack or put them on top of your range and just let them sit there and cool off. And they will crunch up as they cool off. Now, once they are completely cool, um, sometimes I will mix them up a little bit just to shake them around just to make sure that all sides are completely cooled. Once they are completely cooled, you just pop them into an airtight container and they'll stay for about three to five days, depending upon your container. Although I will tell you, they won't last that long. Um, I actually made a batch today and tossed them on my salad for tomorrow. So I'll have a nice crunchy topping on my salad for lunch when I have to go into the office tomorrow. Um, but again, you can add any flavors to this. And I have a few different variations in my book, but really it's so much fun. You could do a savory, you can do a spicy, you can do a smoky, you can do a sweet even. Um, so definitely this is the type of thing that you want to experiment with and have fun with because it is worth it. All right. Let's talk about the tip for this week. So chickpeas are incredibly easy to add to your diet. They're affordable. They're widely available in both canned and dried varieties. And due to their protein and fiber content, they are an excellent substitute for any type of meat um, or protein in a vegetarian or vegan diet. Plus, chickpeas are so versatile. They can be added to salads, soups, even made into sandwiches, um, which is why for your tip of the week this week, I want you to buy a can or a bag of chickpeas this week and start exploring the options you have with them. Start with the recipe for this week with the roasted garbanzo beans. You will not be disappointed. And it's going to be the perfect accompaniment if you just want a crunchy snack or if you want to add it on top of salads or even on top of soups as a cute little dressing for a little bit of crunch factor. So this week, explore all the options you have to use with chickpeas.
This week's Instagram follow of the week is a segment that's intended to connect you with some of the people who I love who are spreading happiness and awareness to our ever-growing vegan corner of Instagram. This week, you have to connect with my friend and coach, Corey, aka Corcor the Herbivore. Corcor is a plant-based athlete who loves being active, eating healthy-ish, iced coffee, and motivating others to live life to the fullest. He is a certified holistic nutritionist and certified running coach whose goal is to provide you with information that inspires you and makes you healthy to make changes in your life by eating well, moving more, and stressing less. Oh, and his reels are amazing. They are a blend of humor, inspiration, information, and he is definitely not afraid to laugh at himself, which is something I know very well because I do it often and admire in people. So head on over to Instagram. Make sure you follow Corcor the Herbivore. Uh, be sure to follow him and let him know that Jill from the Plant Powered Pantry sent you. Also, before I let you go, just another quick munchin that you can now support the show by buying me a cup of coffee. And you can make that an iced coffee if you like. So I put my time and energy into making this podcast every week and love engaging with all of you, my listeners. However, many of you have asked how you can support the work I'm doing to help offset some of the expenses that go along with creating a podcast. Well, I took one of my favorite things and joined Buy Me a Coffee. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can donate to the Plant Powered Pantry podcast and know that you're helping me to continue to spread the plant-powered message. So head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Jill Dobrowanski and... All the links will be in the show notes. All right, my friends, until next week, remember to keep it plant-powered. Thank you so much for joining me in my kitchen today. It was such fun. Don't forget to subscribe to the Plant Powered Pantry podcast and tell a friend so that neither one of you ever miss an episode. Be sure to connect with me, The Plant Powered Pantry, on Instagram and with my friend who I highlighted this week. We would love to connect with you. And remember to stay plant-powered.